think everybody thought. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my two rather philosophical co-hosts. To my right, it is the one, the only, extremely hatless and shiny. It's Uncle Sam. Hello. And to my left, it is none other than our very own Mr. Zolo, Mike Talzolo. Blessed. Behind the soundboard doing absolutely nothing as usual is Bruce, the tugboat Venditti. And we are back for another week. Training camp is upon us. It's an exciting time to be a football fan. We are less than, what, 50 days away now? Yeah, it should be 43 from Lions Chiefs. 43 days from uh, Lions Chiefs kickoff. Uh, So we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot to break down here. Um, Got a lot of Lions talk today, which, uh, you know, excites everybody. Uh, But first, how was your weekend? It was good. Anything fun, exciting, new? Nope. Anything meat-related to discuss today? Not really. You didn't eat anything good? No. What did you eat then? I mean... Well, I, I just ate. Just a lot of eating? Just just, just food ate. intake was up? Food intake Actually, no, it's high. been down. I'm trying to lose a few pounds. Play, play pickle with me. It's the best why you workout. Play, yeah, why don't we get pickle? It's ball? the best workout. Tip pickle. Yeah, and you don't get tired. You'll be sitting there and you'll be like, I, I, I would love to do that, hours. Mike, but anything, I don't, I don't do anything physical anymore. It's not physical, it's competitive. I, I, I lay on the couch and I watch. What are you things. watching? Dude, right? What are you watching? We can do tip shows if you want. I just started watching, there's a series called Justified. On. I don't know. It's on fucking something. something. I, I can't remember what it's on. Um, Tim- Timothy Oliphant is the actor in it, mm-hmm. and he's a Texas uh, U.S. Marshal. And uh, he'd be perfect. It, it's kind of a cool thing, I guess. I'm watching the beginning of it because they're getting few, into it. Well, because there's a he just come out with another series of it, a spinoff of that series, mm-hmm. and now I'm trying to. I never watched the other series. So that's where I'm at. I'm watching the beginning of it. Are you Star Wars guy by any chance? No. In the second season of Mandalorian, I, I remember Star Wars when it came out. In in the second season of Mandalorian, Timothy Oliphant plays like a like a sheriff in in an old town on Tatooine to start the season. He's in two. Okay. Episodes. He's he's great. He's probably perfect for that role in that show you were just describing. Yeah, I remember Star Wars with Mark Hamill. Yeah. And Harrison Ford. Yes, that's that's that is, the one I remember. That is Star Wars. I, I went and see. We went and seen it at Fairlane, Fairlane Town Center mm-hmm. at the movie theater there. Is that movie 70, theater still there? Seventy, because we were ice skating too. Mm-hmm. At, at my Fairlane. my, how Fairlane has there used changed to be a, a skating rink at Fairlane. Do you know that? Yeah. 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 Zolo, how was your weekend? Uh, it was good. No tip meets. I saw Oppenheimer. It was excellent. I want to see Barbie. Wasn't able to do it. Um, uh, Bruce seen Barbie. No. Hey, it's not. I actually real, went to see Oppenheimer. Real, real quick, real quick. It's not that kind of movie. It's PG thirteen. I, I know that. I it, so I think a lot of people showed up and brought their kids to Barbie, not knowing it was a Greta Gerwig, and then kind of got a rude awakening out of it. Um, but I want to see Barbie still. I was able to play, play pickle a ton. It was great. No tip meets update. But I went to that. Uh, that cha- Mission Barbecue. You ever go to one of those? That I have chain. not. I have not. It's a chain. There's one in Troy. I went to the one on Hall Road, and um, I was able to get some brisket and some sausage just to to 
to do some tip meets action. How was it? I mean, rating? That place is good, and it's it always good, fucking eh? jammed. Wow. Yeah. It's like a fast, casual barbecue place, which is the first of its kind. It's a chain. They donate the profits to, like, the wounded warriors and stuff like that. And it's all, like, it's consistent every time. Great brisket, great meat. ribs, great sausage. Some fucking meat updates. Always important meat updates. Love it. Uh, how was Oppenheimer? Yeah, excellent. I'm a, I'm pretty, Don't I'm a pretty spoil big it Christopher for me, Nolan but... guy. Um, I think it's Christopher Nolan's best movie. Wow. Yeah. I mean, hold on. The Dark Knight probably is, but I don't class two completely different. I don't class any of the Batman movies as Nolan movies, and vice versa. I don't class the Nolan Batman movies as DC movies. They're just a unicorn on their own. But out of the other Nolan ones, Inception and Interstellar, and this that was by far the best one. It's excellent. It's three hours and it flies by. There's never a dull moment. The acting's incredible. Highly recommend. So you said you played a lot of pickle, and I know you went and played pickle last night. Even I did. I did. Um, and the commitment to the pickle is real because he played pickle last night at eight o'clock. After tip softball, came out with another mercy, second mercy in a row, nineteen to two W in the playoffs. In the playoffs, you didn't want to be a part of the team, and now we're on top. And I guarantee you're going to regret it because we, look at where we are. We now. guaranteed a top four finish. We're a final four team. We're a in that top way. four finish. I heard yeah. it. We're at one game away from finish. final three. Right. We are one game away. Congratulations. Two wins and we're in the championship game. That's it. All it is two wins. <laughs> two mercies in a row. I got a funny pickle story. I showed up. All, I, you saw me rounding the bases pretty quick yesterday. So yeah, I was you were sweaty motor. and not breathing for the last hour. So I showed up half sweaty before we played. But not the point. We played with, and I shouldn't admit this on the podcast, but there's a list of illegal paddles and balls at the Shores Park, which is where we played, because they make so much noise. And do you guys happen to know who lives next to the Shores Park by any chance? Is it the Buffalo Bills owner? It's Ralph Wilson's wife, who is so sharp, and she's so nice, and she rode up on her bike and started recording us and then asked where our paddles came from. She knew. She could listen at her house and knew that we were playing with illegal paddles. Didn't make a big deal about it. She she blames the Shores Park, um, but just a little football element is uh, Mary Wilson, the the wife of the late former Bills owner Ralph Wilson, came and yelled at us yesterday. Um, but she was really nice about it, and I actually felt bad. And we'll get the right paddles for next time. But if they make that much noise, yeah. So I think she's pop. trying to sell her house. I heard she is. Yeah, it's up for like ten million or something and like that. Yeah. On the back end of that side of the pickleball courts, I guess before they were built. So it's it's the tennis courts and the pickleball courts are right, right there, and then the water. It's where the sand, the beach volleyball court used to be. There's I'm a sure big, it echoes like a fucker. It, doesn't it, it does, and even the real paddles and and the or the the legal paddles and the lighter balls still echo. And there were kids there screaming, but she could hear that we had the wrong paddles. She walked up, didn't even have to look at them. In the ball. She didn't even have to look at it. She knew from her house. Rode her bike right up and just told us. And her, her battle is with the, the city because she goes, I told them. Like, the pickle's a great game. She's like, I've, I've known about it for a while. I know it's popular. But I told them to build the courts on the other side by the yacht club so they don't disturb ah, me. Right. So she thinks it could devalue the house. I totally understand. She was really nice about it, and we were nice back. And I felt bad, but um, just a little NFL element there. Wow. Yeah. Got yelled at by the children. Go home. <laughs> your house, she was nice. Your house is worth ten million dollars. Go the really fuck home. Nice about it. There I wasn't any fuck you and, and you, no, there wasn't because okay. we kind of knew what was going on and we knew who she was. And number two, I don't know if you guys remember this, but he committed like eighty percent of his billions to charities, mostly in Detroit, and yeah. she runs the foundation. Oh, wow. 
So I, she's a really good you person. You can't motherfuck someone like that. She's no, that's her name. a really like good a, person. Mary Wilson. Shout out to Mary Wilson. Shout out to Mary. Raise one for Mary Wilson. Here's, there we go. Here's an Aladdin for Mary Wilson. Aladdin, this Aladdin is in honor of Mary Wilson. That <laughs> way. You know, I don't think Alani New will ever sponsor us if we keep referring to them as Aladdin. Who is it? Alani New. Alani New. All right. Yeah. We need to send a. Con- I want you to work on a compilation of all the Aladdin references. Oh my God. Clips, and we'll send imagine? it into them because we have a different one here. Can you hold up all your cans? Well, I got the very. It's only been the most Kim Kardashian collab. Oh God. It's uh Kim Aid. It's strawberry. It's outstanding. Flavor. It it's is- outstanding. Amazing. I'm, I'm Team Kanye. And over I, mean, here, I do not support. Over here, I got Hawaiian sh- uh, shaved ice. This is from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we got the. I got the kiwi guava from a couple weeks ago. Which one's Addison Ray's? Addison Ray is. Uh, oh, fuck, we haven't made it into that box yet. Uh, and there's a creamsicle one that we had a couple weeks. The ago. creamsicle one that is was gone. When the creamsicle jerseys were uh, a pop. Bruce yeah. has got the creamsicle. We crushed two two cases of creamsicle. I got the bomb popping on bomb our fourth of July. Bomb pop was excellent. Yeah. Sponsor, Alani, you, know, you should be sponsoring us. I, I know Hawaiian you don't know who we are. You should be sponsoring. How, what would you? How would you say Hawaiian shaved ice is? It's awesome. I'm always jacked up on it. There we yeah. go. Yeah. This would be my third one of the day. I love to be jacked up on Aladdin. All right, shall we talk some football? <laughs> Please Let's do it. Uh, we, have, we have a loaded slate here, guys. Detroit Lions. Uh, if you are a Lions fan, you were. I would say I was kind of shaken up the other day when I heard this news that uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson. Sustained a knee injury on day two of training camp and had to be carted off uh, and looked disgruntled. And he had golf next to him and all that happy horse shit. And, I mean, as soon as you hear non-contact injury, carted off, disgruntled, nine times out of ten, that means your season's over, I would say, for the most part, when you hear all of those things together. But luckily, it doesn't look like it's going to be that way, does it? Yeah, so just a couple quick comments on that, and I I, I want to move quick through this slate because we have so this is this is the rundown for today. You can't really see it, but it's a full page. You got a big rundown. It's a full page, but I have a couple comments. N- number one, the full spectrum of emotions we all went through. Oh, because the Lions were one of the earliest teams to report to camp, so of course one of the first major injuries of the year. It's like, of course it's us. Why us? Of course it's our biggest free agent signing in years. Um, that being said, obviously it rebounded and it just felt good. And there's so many positive vibes that we've almost, I haven't seen it in my lifetime for a Lions team. I don't know when the last time you remember the vibes being this high, Uncle Sam, 91? Uh, it's, it, yeah, it's been at least, yeah. well, no, I would say a little, there's been, uh, when's the last time this when era? Schwartz was here, when Zoo was here? Yeah, so mid- exactly. 11. That? 11. 11, they ended 12. the 2010 season on a four-game win streak. They opened up with another – they went undefeated in the preseason and opened up with another win streak until Harbaugh and the Niners beat him with the Jim Schwartz. Correct, Rankin. correct. So um, since then, 2011, but this is higher, I think. And it just felt like the football gods were looking out for us. When when two hours later, they go, oh, it might not be that serious. And it just felt, damn, that was good. But well, when they, they said he went down, I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. they can't catch a break. So I was they thinking can't that, catch a break. but also I wasn't thinking they were fucked. And I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. Obviously, C.J. Gardner-Johnson was the, the biggest free agent addition in a long time. Um, led the league in interceptions last year in only 11 games, and, and it was good. But I wasn't thinking they were fucked for a different reason. I was thinking, well, they drafted his replacement, who's apparently been the best 
uh, defensive player in training camp this Brian year, which is which is Brian Branch, who's been outstanding. Number one, number two, he was a luxury signing. He's he's a nickel guy, and and I guess he slots in at safety and he can play all over the field. Perfect for Aaron Glenn. But I wasn't thinking like, damn, we're in trouble. The Lions don't need C.J. Gardner Johnson. That being said, where they do need him is in the locker room. And, Agree, and, a thousand percent. And he's an uh, they're one of the biggest losses in the league. They're not he's not as big of a loss on the field, but he's one of the biggest losses in the league in the locker room because he's only been here three months and he's completely changed the mindset from arguably one of the worst secondaries in football last year. And they love him. Everyone yeah. loves him. You mentioned it. Goff went up to him. Isaiah yep. Bugs went up to him. And the DBs will tell you like he's one of the most competitive confident smart guys in the room and he changed the room and the thought of losing that this year and not having him in practice every day challenging everybody that was a scary thought not as much about him not being on the field it's i, him I love the, the fact the that you could put him tracy walker and branch mm-hmm. and you can rotate these guys or play them all kirby, at kirby the same joseph time too. kirby joseph yeah there's this there's going to be multiple scenarios where all those they guys have four the safeties that are, are solid yeah rock solid four it's mm-hmm. hard to have bring in four safeties that are the depth of that, that position is is incredible. So yeah, I mean, all's well that ends well. We're happy. I'd like them to hold him out for as long as they can, maybe a week. They say he could be. He was running on it today, and it wasn't as, uh, uncomfortable for him apparently. And they say he could be back any day now. I'd like them to wait a little bit just Give in it case. Time, but yeah. that sucked for a second. Yeah. Yeah, there was a second. Yeah, when me, I heard he went down, I was just like, damn. Me and PJ were sitting across from each other and both got the Twitter notification at the same time. And we were both like, oh, fuck. Just because when you, like Zolo said, when it happens that early, first one, the first injury to come out of training camp is him. Not just Lions training camp, all, all of NFL tra- yeah. training camp. It's just like right. immediately deflating for a second there. Um, and then Jamison Williams. Uh, also sustained a leg injury. Same practice. Same practice. He'll miss a number of days of training camp. Less newsworthy, I would say, because he is suspended for six games. Uh, it's not significant, but he's not going to practice. He's also day-to-day, supposedly. Um, and on top of that, JMO has put in so much work this offseason. Every time you see those sessions of golf throwing in California, JMO's always there. He spends a lot of his time in town. Um, I'm not worried about his work ethic. Ed. No. Um, so I, I think he'll be fine. And anything, you, I, in my opinion, the way the receiving course set up, and we'll get to that in a second, anything you get out of Jamison Williams this offseason is just, it's it's house money. And um, we'll see where that goes. I think he'll be back in a couple days, though. Uh, some pup list situational guys here. Uh, Marvin Jones and Emmanuel Mosley starting the season on the pup list. Yes. Yes. Uh, Marvin Jones has a bad back. They think they're going to get him back soon. Emmanuel Mosley hasn't even reported yet. Um, he, he's coming off a torn ACL from the beginning of last year in San Francisco, but he's big because he's the slated potential starter opposite uh, Cam Sutton at, at uh, cornerback number two. Um, and the fact that he's starting on Pup, he hasn't even reported yet, but when he reports, which I think is going to be this week, he's starting on the uh, physically unable to perform list. So... They want to get him back as soon as possible. I think they're going to get him back for camp, and he should be up to speed. But if not, they got options. They got Jerry Jacobs. They got Will Harris. And Jerry Jacobs is, is was always going to challenge really hard for cornerback, too. He played um, pretty well. He played really well toward the end of last year. He, he was did. real good. He was money. He did. Uh, Hennon Hooker 
starting on the active non-football injury list to open well, camp. Well, we knew that was going to happen. But he can be activated at any time. And there's videos of him throwing, by the way, and his arm looks incredible. It, so. Yeah, I saw that all over. It's all over uh, X.com today. Yeah. yeah. They don't need to bring him along that fast. They have a backup quarterback. And something I have listed down here, they've been talking to a potential free agent quarterback. Yes, they have. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, uh, he was here, didn't he? He worked out? He worked out in the offseason, and then he was here Monday for a visit, and uh-huh. they've been flirting. He goes back with Dan Campbell to New Orleans. I think that's the perfect – whatever you feel about Sudfeld, they try and hype him up. I don't I don't have confidence if Goff goes down and Sudfeld comes in. I agree. If it's Teddy Bridgewater, I feel really confident, and Teddy Bridgewater is also an excellent mentor to um, – Hen and, Hooker. Hen and Hooker because they both had catastrophic leg injuries. I don't know if you guys remember that with Teddy mm-hmm. Bridgewater yep. in Minnesota. And um, he can mentor Teddy uh, Hen and Hooker and bring him forward and show him how to be that perfect dual threat running back in the NFL like he once was. So I actually saw something pretty interesting on uh, Twitter. Um, Madden 24 ratings on awareness for rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, Stenson Bennett. 64. It's because he's drunk. Hendon Hooker, 48. That's interesting. That is interesting. And I I think something that kind of related me back to that Teddy Bridgewater thing, and I'm glad you said it. Maybe they want to bring Teddy Bridgewater in to mentor Hendon Hooker. If Hendon Hooker could be the guy here in the future after, you know, I mean, I don't really see it still, but if that's going to be a route that they want to take, I feel like Teddy Bridgewater would be the perfect guy to bring in here to to, to do that. You got golf. You mm-hmm. love all you ever do is rant about how much you love Teddy Ballgame. Listen to me, Teddy Ballgame. Uh, all I said Teddy was you got game. golf here to mentor Hooker. Yeah, but they're not the same well, well, guy. What, what are we doing here? We so what? You got Sudfeld. What's wrong with Sudfeld? Awful. No. Sudfeld's I, not awful. I, I watched I Sudfeld have... at Indiana. He's he can make all the fucking throws, Can I ask dude? you a question? I watched him beat Michigan State. I watched him beat Michigan. You have year after year after year Teddy Ballgame. Hey, there's nothing wrong with Teddy Ballgame. And now all of a sudden you're going to hop off the fucking I, Teddy Ballgame thing? Listen to me. Ballgame, he gets hurt too easy. You seen what happened to him last year in Miami. Listen, listen. He's fucking hurt, man. He went I like down Teddy Ballgame. Let's, let's no. go in a circle here. Let's go in a circle okay. here. Bruce, I want your help. Yeah. Goff goes down. Who do you have more confidence in to come in and, and run the offense properly and win the games that we I, Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater has more experience, obviously. Sudfeld doesn't have experience because no, he hasn't played. Not the question. Who do, who do you trust? It's not about experience. Who do you trust to come in? And bring this team forward, or get them, bridge them to Hen and Hooker if Goff goes down, especially at the beginning of the season. Who do you trust more, Bridgewater or Sudfeld? Are you ready for this now? Because he's going to dance around this. You're going to get your first Uncle Sam no, around. I, I would say I would say Bridgewater, Sam? but but I'll say this: Goff has been an Iron Iron Man, dude. I, I'm not worried you about him. Playoff going down. game with a smash thumb two years. Um, yeah. I'm going to say uh, Bridgewater by quite a wide margin. I'm also going to say Teddy Ball games. Yeah, I I think it's Teddy Bridgewater, and I think they know that. All the rhetoric around Sudfeld is just to hype him up, but there's there's guys that could back up in this league that I would trust more than more than Nate Sudfeld. Fuck Nate. I trust you, Nate. <laughs> I don't trust Nate for shit. Anyways, moving on. Um, 
first team reps for tight end are now going to Sam Laporta for our own Detroit Lions. Uh, I don't think this is a huge surprise to anyone. I mean, what do you? They they were serviceable, but I mean, who is it going to be? Zykstra or I don't I think mean, I don't think Zilstra's going to make the team. I think your three tight ends are going to be Brock Wright, Brock Wright who's, who's yeah, very good, and he's going to be more of the blocking one. Uh-huh. Uh James Mitchell, who who could be. I mean, he's been incredible. Yesterday, last year was his first year post ACL tear, and he was very good. And then you got Laporta, and everyone brings something different to the table. There's going to be scenarios. The only, the only thing I don't like about Laporta, and I, I will say this, to me, he's a little undersized. I, I think he's undersized for a tight end. Mm-hmm. You don't need him to block at six as much. three two forty. That doesn't say tight end to me. That says H back. That's that's fair, yeah, you know. That's fair, but he's a hybrid tight end, and we've Correct. talked about this before between um, between Dalton Kincaid and um, and uh, the the Notre Dame tight end Meyer, who got drafted in the, in the second round. Meyer's a monster. Um, one was Kincaid's the passing one, and Meyer's the blocking one, and Laporta's the hybrid of the two. And when we were getting Hawkinson tape three or four years ago, whenever that was, and they kept showing highlights of him, I always thought that it was a bad pick because they were he was the pass-catching tight end, but he really didn't have that any game-breaking plays like Laporta did on his tape. In a time where Iowa's offense was horribly bad, too, Laporta was there for a right. worse offense, in my opinion. But there's also good blocking tape of Laporta. So he's going to do a little of both. And if not, you know, if you got two tight ends on the field, you throw Brock right out there with him. They'll be fine. Laporta will be able to make some plays. I, you know, I, I just see guys like Kelsey, uh, Darnell Washington at 6'7 and 260. He runs like a deer and blocks better than most offensive linemen. You know, Fair. I'm not going to argue. Uh, you know, and him beat a, like 11th tight end taken off the board. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Can I be honest with you? Sure. He's in Pittsburgh, by the way, and uh, can't wait to see that. Um. I I think Sam Laporta is going to finish this year as a top seven fantasy tight end. That's fair. Interesting. That's that's very fair. And if the offense goes the way they want it to go and the way they think it could go, that could easily happen. And if easily anybody happen. takes him, if anybody takes him, we're going to have a problem. I know I don't have to worry about you at least now. Um, Why? Why? You're not going to take him. How do you know? Because it makes sense to take him, which means you're not going to do it. Uh Another guy who I think is going to finish possibly even higher at his position than seven is Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, I mean, the hype around him right now is is second to none, I would say. I mean, is, is the sky really the limit for this guy? Is he Could he finish this year a top five receiver? I mean, what's the ceiling? I'm, I'm happy this came up because I remember a couple months ago, I took a poll on the SB Nation Lions page, that Pride of Detroit page, and they listed like 10 or 15 guys, and they said, who's your, li- like, who's your favorite Lion? And I clicked him off instantly. And most of the – I mean, they, it was him. Was for, he was first. Hutchinson was up there. Um, and I'm happy everyone agrees with me. And we referenced those golf throwing sessions in California that he has every other week, it seems, in the offseason. He's catching balls all the time. He's always at those throwing sessions. And it came out today that Ben Johnson spoke this morning and said, golf texted him early this summer, and it just said, uh, St. Brown, big year. It seems like we're the only ones that know that. He's my favorite player on the team. I don't know about you guys. 
Um, he's literally, I think he's going to get a fat contract, and yeah, I think he's going to finish this year as a top five wide receiver. He's got a lit, teeny bit of health concerns. He misses a game here or there, but if he stays healthy and on the field, his targets are going to be sky high. He's going to get a lot of yards, a lot of yards after contact. I don't know about the touchdowns to go with it, but he's going to have a lot of catches and a lot of yards this year, and I think he's going to stand out in the league. I think I think he's going to get paid top three receiver money because they're working on his extension right now. They're working on Panay Sewell right now. They're working on Goff. They're working on Amon uh, Excuse me. They're working on, um, on um, Aleem McNeil, and they're working on uh, one more, Hutchinson. They're going to be working on all those. And this guy's going to come first, and he deserves it because he's the reason this rebuild has started off on the right track, in my opinion. I, what do you think? I agree. You do? I agree. You think uh, You think St. Brown can finish your top five? Or <clears throat> he should. He should. He uh, should. Now, if he's going to take over where he left off last year, he should. Would you By, say, by far. Would you say right <clears throat> now – that Amon Ross St. Brown would be your pick for Detroit Lions Offensive Player of the Year. Think hard about it, though, because there's a lot of options. Here, here's there's the thing right now. I, I mean, he's he's going to be the premier option. I get that. But I think there's some guys that are, are going to fly under the radar. If you that, think that one could... is better, say, say it. Say, I'm sorry? If you think one is better than him, say it, because you're probably right. It could easily I, I just think, you know, I – the guy just came in this week, but has something to prove. Denzel Mims. <laughs> I, I, I I don't. I, you're gonna I laugh at me. No, I'm not laughing. The guy's six three. I knew he that. Could run. Say. From what he I've runs read, like a deer. From what I've read, he's shown out really good at practice. Oh yeah. I think this is what's gonna happen with Mims. He's obviously a reclamation project. They happen all the time. Who's to say if it's gonna be successful here or not? But. Since the entire DeAndre Hopkins saga, I've been referencing, and they have it in Marvin Jones, they need that big, tall, fast receiver to line up on the field with them. And who knows? I mean, this could be Marvin Jones last year. They need that guy, and that's him. Six three two zero seven. Who knows if Marvin Jones is going to be ready to go? Period. Might not be. Might, I don't think he's cut. going to. Might get cut, especially with the back injury. Yeah, that's not good. Their receiver room is loaded now, and now we're yeah. talking about guys that are going to get cut. Like if he shows out over Josh Reynolds, is he is Reynolds going to get cut? You traded an asset for Mims, and and it's it, you just swap picks. It's a six round. Right. It's a six round pick. But it opens doors, and who knows if this guy shows up in camp, he can make it. And on top of that, I think that he's just got a leg down over all the other receivers who's, who've been throwing with Goff, and it was like Chark last year. Remember Chark came on at the end of the year because yeah, right. he was injured at the beginning and didn't have the rapport with Goff. And then at the end of the year, Chark was incredible because yeah. he built up that rapport. I think if the, if Mims makes the team, you could see something similar to where he could be that guy that lines up on the outside where Goff could just throw it up to him and hope he's down there and he could be there. He was in some really bad situations with the Jets. Oh, yeah. Uh, never had a quarterback. Uh, yeah. He Who's didn't have say? a quarterback. Who's to say if this guy is going to be good? I don't know yet, but. you're So you're going Denzel Mims for your Lions Offensive Player of the Year. Pick he's one. My, he's my sleeper. Sleeper. Okay, who's your actual, if there's a guy you could put a gun to? I, I think it's going to be Gibbs. I was going to agree with that. I, can agree I think with it's going to be Gibbs. So that's two for Gibbs? I, here's the thing. I, I mean, we we know how good, and I and I want to beat a dead horse here, but that offense was really explosive with a guy with this similar skill set. Mm -hmm. Okay? It didn't work out because he kept getting hurt. So they ship him to Philly. 
this guy here has that same skill set, and I think he could tear it up. I think if I he think, stays healthy, he could tear it up. I think Gibbs will be the best running back we've had here since Barry Sanders. I, I, I I'm not trying to to say Swift was no good. Because that's not true. Listen, when the guy was healthy, he was money. I don't care. He also dropped a key pass his first if, game here. If, yeah, if, he did. If there is any comparison made between Gibbs and Swift this year, there should be no comparison. The bar for me is set to where there there shouldn't be a comparison. Right. Everybody should look at Gibbs and say, okay, we made the right move because this is a big step up from Swift. That's where I'm at with Gibbs. Um. For me, I mean, because would you say Gibbs is your rookie of the year as well then? Behind B. John Robinson? No, no, for the Lions. We're talking Yeah, for the Lions, Lions right. I, I would say he was – it's either him or Laporta. My, yeah, one, one of the of those, two are going to come out. Two guys. Offensive, offensive rookie. Correct. It's going to be one right. of those two guys. Okay. My offensive player of the year for the Lions is going to be Jared Goff. I, I mean, I think if if he's doing – Yeah, but you're saying rookie of the year. Player, player We're of the doing year. both. All right, just player of the year. Offensive player of the well, year. Player of the year. I, I think it's Jared Goff, too. I think you're right. You just said you thought it was Gibbs. No, I, I'm just saying best you rookie. said rookie of the year. Oh. He's saying okay. offensive. You're saying best of rookie of the year. I think it's either we're all, Gibbs or, or Laporte. I think we're all, listen, I Everybody's think we're all on the same agreement. track. I think we're all on the same track. You have Goff, offensive rookie of the year. Or I'm sorry, offensive, offensive player, player of the year, of the year. And your rookie is Gibbs. You had my rook, offensive rookie. St. Brown. Gibbs. All three of us is Gibbs. I think St. Brown's my offensive player okay. of the year for the Lions. Defensively, I think the defensive player of the year is low-key. It's going to be Aleem McNeil. I agree. And then defensive rookie of the year, I think, is going to end up being Brian Branch. I agree with you on Brian Branch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to stick on the hype train, and I'm going to say I think Malcolm Rodriguez is going to end this year as a pro bowler, personally. I what think a, That's funny. I think it's going to be Kirby Joseph. Could be. What about ah, rookie? What do you guys, what, what's your, who's your rookie? I think it could be Branch. Bruce, I, think I really do. Bruce, well, who are your four? Offensive and defensive rookie and player of the year. And, they, and you could combine the two of them, too. St. Brown for offensive player, rookie Gibbs. Defensive, I'll go with Ali McNeil. Rookie. I I mean Branch. Then. For me, if it's not I, Brian I Branch as your defensive rookie of the year, it, I, it's got to be him. He's got to show us that he has that kind of potential this year. He's the to. only guy that it seems oh, like is it's weird because they took a player above him in right. Brian Campbell, who I think they're going to just slowly develop, what, but who's going to be on the field. That's what I say. But it seems like Branch is guaranteed to be yeah. out there day one. He's, I think he's so. gonna. You're going to see him the first series, and they're going to throw him out there, and he's going to be covering a lot of the time the other team's best cast, pass catcher, which for teams game one, you got Travis Kelsey. He could be out there on Travis Kelsey to, to get broken. To start off the year. I mean, <coughs> I had him as first-round talent. Like mm-hmm. when we were talking about this pre-draft, he is first round. I had him count. go. I didn't think he's. He is first round. Talent. I had him actually going to Tampa Bay. He is first round talent. He, he was the best safety in a draft, bar none. Mm-hmm. Bar none. Nick Saban says that's one of his favorite players he's ever coached, too, which I think goes a long way. That that should tell you something. Re- really new. quick, I want to say something about the Gibbs and Robinson debate. Um, I think Bijan Robinson's usage is going to be sky high. Mm-hmm. But if Gibbs gets someone, and I don't think this is going to happen because the Lions have so many weapons. If Gibbs gets somewhat of a comparable usage as Bijan Robinson, he's going to, my bold prediction is that his numbers will be better 
and he will have a very good shot at Offensive Rookie of the Year. Well, if Gibbs' usage gets to B. John Robinson's usage, I don't think that's going to happen, and I think B. John Robinson's I got a feeling gonna... you're going to see Gibbs kind of split carry. Yeah, oh, 100%. And, and with David Montgomery. Everybody's forgetting about David Montgomery 100%. now, and it's, I feel bad for him. It's a matter of he's targets. He's not a bad player. It's a matter of targets, so how much yeah. Gibbs lines out white, outside and how many more snaps he gets as the actual – Halfback number one in the backfield. Right. So I agree. And I think that's going to be David Montgomery. That's, that's Question here, though. RB1. Who has the better offensive line? Oh, the well, Lions. obviously the Lions it's do. It's not even close. But hey. the Lions have so many other pieces. Only so many guys can touch the ball. And that's what makes your golf prediction look that's good. Why I, that's why I said that. Because he's the one that's going to get the ball to right. someone, you know? I, I mean, is it outside of the realm of possibility that golf has a 5,000-yard a, a passing season? This no, year? I'm expecting I, I'm yeah. expecting if he, him if he says to be he's healthy, I'm yeah, expecting there. That. I'm expecting him to be there at five. I, I would have to And agree. keep in mind, he, he's never played. Goff has never played with the intended starting offensive line. And everybody is healthy right now. And even if they're not. Um, yeah, there's a right guard battle. Hey, you know, everybody's Glasgow forgetting about the years that Goff was in L.A. When Goff had a decent offensive line they went and, to the Super Bowl. A, and a real fucking running game. They went to the Super they Bowl. They went to the Super Bowl. And he was a rookie. He was a fucking rookie. Listen, I've never disagreed with this. I, I, I've been with you the whole time. It was this dickhead over here who thought that golf was trash. Yeah, I know. He's been talking shit about golf for a while. Talk about about tipped meats. Get Stafford's meat out of your mouth. Yeah. Rightfully. Yeah. Bitch. Anyways. uh, Kelly Stafford. That first season was dog shit. They re-signed a guy that you're a big fan of, Justin Jackson. I like Justin Jackson. I thought he was money last year. That dude ran hard. Return kicks. He did it all for the Lions. It last seems year. it seems like they made that signing too because they don't like what they have at RB three, and that's yeah. why they brought him in. And he's going to have a very good shot to make the roster, from what I understand, from what I've read. That's what. Well, here you got uh, who's the kid they got? The one running back they got, Jefferson. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to be out. Oh no, are you are you talking about Craig uh, Reynolds? They got, yeah, well, Craig Reynolds. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to make it. And they got Muhammad Ibrahim from Minnesota, the guy that they. He's to interesting. Make. Yeah, but but I he haven't is heard, interesting. I haven't heard his name since rookie camp, so yeah, I'm, I'm curious. So that's got me kind of wondering. Before we move on from Lions, um, just real quick, one of the guys that they really invested in, I think he was a second round pick, and in the first year of this regime was Levi Anzarike. Missed the entire year with a nasty back a back injury last year. Um, that being said, he's he was potentially if you put a gun to people's heads, they didn't think he'd start this year, and he's not on the pup, and he is there, and this is a guy that they invested a lot in, and if he could step, if he ends up making the team and playing well for them, this guy with Ali McNeil was really disruptive for them too. You years want to ago. know what the killing part is? They got him listed as a defensive end. Mm-hmm. He's almost three hundred pounds. Uh, he's a pass rushing DT. Yeah, Correct. So you could pounds. you could put him yeah. in the middle with Hutch. Like this is this is the guy we were looking for. Because in college he was over three hundred pounds playing defensive end. But I he, was like, holy he shit, he was nasty. And him yes. and Aleem were so nasty at the end of that twenty twenty one season. Yep. They were so good together. They were rookie second and third round picks. And if they can get something out of him, it solves a, a major question that we've been that we've been waiting to see is like who's going to play D tackle. And all of a sudden their D line, which everyone thought wasn't great has a lot of depth, and guys are going to get cut. So Correct. I'm really curious to see how this plays out, but it's massive news that he didn't start on the pup. Uh, quick piece of kicker news. Uh, who's going to kick for the Lions this year? 
It's going to be the Riley Patterson. That's it's his show now. Yeah. They, re they released Bagley, no? Yeah. Riley Patterson, they shouldn't have cut two years ago. He came in, and he was nearly perfect at the end of the 21 season. And uh, he hit some really big kicks for Jacksonville last year, including the yeah. kick to seal the win against the yeah. Chargers. Um, I don't think he missed much last year. And Michael Bag Badgley was, was good for the Lions, but he wasn't great, and I thought he cost them the Vikings He couldn't game. hit anything beyond 50 yards. Yeah, he, and I don't even think it was that. It was he after does not 40. have any kind of range. It was and, after 40. He was automatic from 40 yeah. to within, but it was a crapshoot after that, and that's it caused the decision-making to be off in the Vikings game. So he was good for them. He got signed instantly by the commanders, Michael Badgley, but yeah. um, I think Riley Patterson's probably the right decision. That's and they where him up for the commanders reason. are. <laughs> Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna touch on that later on. Um, let's make our way out of Detroit for a minute here. Let's uh, do it. Let's talk about the Giants. Um, Sterling Shepard, Wendell Robinson starting the year out on the pup list. Can do you remember a time where Sterling Shepard wasn't on the fucking pup list? I mean, he was the only guy they had there for quite a few years. I mean, but everybody else God. was hurt. He's all they're all he's always hurt. He is Shepherd? always hurt. Yes. I, I don't think Shepard was as on the pup list as much as the other guys were. It's nobody would spend more time on that list than Galladay. Uh, you know, I mean I, 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 am I wrong? No. They paid this guy, I don't even know, twenty million dollars. You want to know what's you think know he was off that list. You wanna know what's hard for me? These the Daniel so, Jones does it with smoke and mirrors. Well, that's I swear what I'm to Christ, you, dude. You just made my point for me. I feel like the Lions have just accumulated so many pass catchers. And, I mean, you still there's still nobody on the Giants, out of the Giants pass catching core that I actually like. Uh, so, Wendell Robinson and Sterling Shepard both start out on a pup list. Um, Chase Claypool's on the pup list, too, huh? Gee. I mean, I'm, I'm jumping the gun going back to the Giants, guys. I'm I'm jumping the gun here, but that's why signing Saquon, which I know we'll get to later. Yeah. Signing Saquon that's why it was happened when it massive happened. for yeah. them. Absolutely it, massive. Because they were looking at I, I think they're back <coughs> in playoff contention, whereas with Saquon out, you're talking about competing with the commanders. You see what they did the next day after he came out, they signed uh, James Robinson. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden the next day, my man signed his deal. Yeah. Well Cole Beasley. Huh? Oh, you're talking about uh, yeah. I'm I'm jumping the gun again. Yeah, you're no, talking, you're James Robinson. Saquon. He's the the Giants signed that's him after two headed monster. They thought Barkley wasn't coming. Saquon. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. why they had to make yeah. some moves. And James Robinson was was good when he played in Jacksonville. So yeah, good for them. No, I think that was a nice move. I think that's a, another reason why he signed his deal. I mean, if you look at it, if you he, take out he the knew guys, they were just going to move on. If you yeah. take out the guys who are hurt, I mean, the Giants' top three pass catchers are Hodgins, Slayton, and Paris Campbell. Who, who, and who? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, Saquon, the offense is Saquon. The Hodgins kid played pretty good at the end oh, of the year whatever, last year. Dude. He did. I thought he played real well. He had a couple but of nice games. But this is a team that's, that's your number that's, one. This is a team no, that has he had expectations. A nice this is a team that has expectations and won a playoff game. <clears> so they need more than Hodges. They really need more than one. Well, I, I mean, they got the tight end now. They have that's an, an actual receiving threat at tight end. That's all I have. Yeah. Go back to Chase Claypool. Does that explain a lot for the last couple no, of weeks? No, with I don't think anybody gives a shit about Chase Claypool. It's just another. And it's Chicago anyway. It's Why another reason I'm knocking, so I'm knocking hey, Chicago. Who? Why do you hate Chase Claypool? So he just he drops balls, man. 
He, you he, have him on your face. When the, when the, oh, when the big play sure? comes, this guy seems to just shit the bed. I don't know if it's just me, but all the games that I've seen, he shits the bed. You want to know what? I was I was thinking about this. I don't think Chicago even gives a shit about him. I don't either. In fact, I was, up I was kind of fucking surprised they even signed him, to be honest with you. I think they were just trying to fill the roster. You can't trust Darnell Mooney. You cannot trust Darnell Mooney. I think Mooney was still better than anything we have there. I'm telling you guys, everyone is so damn high on the Bears. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand the fields hype. I I don't other than DJ Moore, who on most teams, yes. honestly on twenty teams, he's wide receiver too, as good as he is. Yes. Other than DJ Moore, I don't know, man. I really, I really, really I like don't Cole Komet. I like Cole Komet too. And I no, do. but no one else likes him. Except I the don't Bears. know why. They but... just signed him to a pretty big extension. They just yeah. signed him to four years, can, fifty million. But can we can we just for one second get off here and talk about the Bears for a second? Please. Have you seen the NFL top one hundred? The things uh, that have I, come I out so it. far. Is it the player one or which one? Yes, voted on by the players. Go ahead. It Justin Fields is in the top 100, mm-hmm. and he's above. He is above a quarterback that I expected to be a lot higher than he was. Was it Lamar Jackson? No, he is above. Lamar Jackson is above Fields, mm-hmm. not by much. But he is. So Fields is in like the the 80-ish range. I'm trying to get Fields' exact number right now. Hold on. Who's the quarterback that he's above that you're talking about? So Fields is, God, bear with me here. Uh, So some notable quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson at 72. Geno Smith at 77. Please tell me Goff isn't on this list. Justin Fields at 86. Trevor Lawrence, 96. That's ridiculous. Justin Fields. That's fucking ridiculous. spots ahead of Trevor Lawrence. My and I'm God. sorry. I'm not as low on the Bears as this list. The players, the players do. Players The players, players do. do? I'll tell you where they're I, at. I'm not as they're low. They're all smoking Bruce's weed I pad. see concussions are going to be up this year. Yeah. yeah. I'm not as Funny low on, on, on the Bears as Zolo is. I don't think they're going to do much, but I'm not that low on them. My God. But right now, how can you look at Justin Fields and say he's better than Trevor Lawrence? How can you look at Geno there, Smith no and way. say he's better there's than no Trevor way. Lawrence? There's no fucking way. Then there's another one. And I know I'm getting off topic here. I promise we're going to go back right after this. <laughs> but at number 100 was Eagles wide receiver Devontae Smith. Do you know who 101 is? Mm-mm. DK Metcalf. What? And I, I was sitting there thinking about this. If and this you, if is players. You gave the players voted for all this. Option. If you gave 32 teams an option, would any of them take Devontae Smith over DK Metcalf? I would. I, I love Devontae Smith, and I believe in him. And I think he's actually – he came on really nice. I won a fucking Heisman Trophy. Dude. I'm still not so taking – So did Tim Tebow. I'm still not taking Devontae Smith over DK Metcalf. Never. Because DK Met, look who was throwing to each of those guys last year, and DK Metcalf was making it work with a. I I don't believe in Geno Smith. I'm sorry, he shouldn't even be on Listen, the list. Geno Smith Met, is Metcalf has a good year, and and for one reason and one reason only, because he's got a absolute fucking stud on the other side of him that they got to roll coverage to. Whatever, dude. That's all I'm gonna say. Whatever. Tyler Lockett is not a stud. 
Guy's no, been he's a stud a stud. in this league for he's 10 not a years. Stud. He's a great, he's been a he's a great, great player for 10 years. Receiver, he's Golden Tate. Yeah, he's Golden Tate. Yeah. He's a better version of Golden Tate. And, and like, well, I'm not going to take any more time on this list, but my God, it, it's it's pretty rough so There's far. It's a podcast in itself. Yeah, that is, yeah, once it's done, we'll do a whole podcast on that. And we'll sit here and try and figure out how um, somehow Dalvin Cook and Jamal Williams are only three players apart. Anyways, Naheem Hines and his jet ski incident. Uh, I actually just saw some news. I on just this. heard he was out for the year. He hurt himself on a fucking jet ski. So he was stationary. He was on a jet ski stationary. And somebody else on another jet ski hit him. What the fuck? And he's <laughs> I mean, out for I the think year. He tore his ACL. When he it needs surgery oh, on the knee. Me. Yeah. I thought he got hurt in fucking training camp. That's a tough break. He bills, right? Too? Correct. He's so on the just, bills. Here we go. Well, um, you know what that says, right? He needs surgery. You know what that means, right? It's just another notch in the belt for the Bills offseason. Well, so they are uh, currently in a... It's not like they're hurting for running back anyway. The Bills and Naheem Hines are currently in a, quote-unquote, heated dispute over the financial consequences of his season-ending knee injury that occurred in the jet ski Well, you know they don't want to pay for it. You Uh, know they don't. He will likely lose $2.56 million, which is his entire salary, and owe the Bills back his signing bonus. Wow. So... On on a fucking accident that had nothing that was not his it's, fault. It's in their contracts though. Yeah, it's like you can't you do, can't ride a jet ski. You can't go skydiving. You can't go on a motorcycle. You can't do this. You can't do oh, that. Wow. that and that's, that's too bad. Whether or not they're gonna listen to it is on one thing. But um, yeah, we're, we're getting to him as well. Uh, <laughs> some guys who were cleared today. Uh, actually, before that, we're gonna jump back. Kadarius Tony. First of all, is there anybody who's weirder looking than Kadarius Tony? Strange looking. He's a strange looking dude, man. Um, but supposedly he is going to require surgery. Yeah, I think he had the surgery, and they're expecting him back. But from what I understand, there's a very good chance he's out week one, and we know who the Kansas City Chiefs play week one. So their best pass catcher is now Travis Kelsey, and of course we we know Mahomes is going to create magic and show out. But that's a uh, he did have the surgery already. My bad. Good. Yeah. So so if he doesn't come back, I mean, I think their time frame is post week one. But if he's not any earlier than that, that's that's good news more or less for the Lions. It's not like it matters. If the Lions are as good as we think they are, it's not like it matters. But that effectively makes their biggest passing threats Travis Kelsey and they've been hyping up their rookie that they got in the second round Rashi Rice or whatever his name mm-hmm. is I keep seeing clips of those two throwing him and Mahomes doing some uh doing some catch action but um that's good news for the Lions I feel like right I actually got around to that uh Netflix uh, I don't know if it's like quarterback yeah the quarterback show it's actually fantastic it's really uh, good but did you hear that Patrick Mahomes learned some of his sidearm throwing from Stafford? From Matthew Stafford. Oh, God. You know what? I watched that. Bruce it, has got a chubby under shit. the table right <laughs> now. It's dog We're going to talk about that, that later anyway. on. We're going back to that. Yeah, whatever. Bruce needs to take it's a minute to go It's made for TV fucking. I just, um, made for I'll, TV I'll entertainment. You guys mentioned Stafford earlier, so here we go. Anyways. Uh, some guys you who said cleared. 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 Uh, John Mechie. That one gets me kind of excited. 
Yeah. That guy's dangerous. He was I agree. great at Alabama. He was better dangerous. than the year before JMO got there. He was outstanding. I mean, that one, I, that makes me excited. I mean, especially, uh, I mean, he had what? He had cancer, didn't he? Leukemia? Yeah, it, was, it was cancer. So that's awesome always to hear somebody coming back from that. Um, one of Uncle Sam's favorites. Oh, God. Brock Purdy. Ready to go, I, baby. I'm actually surprised Ready by that. Ready to go. What do you mean you're surprised? I, I was surprised. They said his injury was pretty serious. I'm shocked that he's ready to go. So I mean, can we can we predict now that he's going to be the week one starter in San Francisco? Yeah, he's he's taking the snap. Oh yeah, Jimmy G ain't there no more. Oh, Jimmy G got cleared as well. So and those were Jimmy two G questions that those were big. Were like, oh, questions. I don't know. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know who it's going to be. <clears throat> um, and and so I they need to pay both those guys are going to be mil. back. I think it's excellent news that Jimmy G is going to be back because they're coming here on Monday Night Football, and I am so excited. That's going to be yeah. to watch. Yeah, I nice think that's game. the game where Josh McDaniels might lose his job after <coughs> that game once they get embarrassed. If in they prime just time. come in here and get absolutely turned and, and bent. Prime time. Yeah, and Ford Fields just wilding out. The fans are feral with foaming mouths and Bruce is blood coming out of their eyes. No, Joseph Bruce is coming. Jimmy G sleep. And swaying. Mm-hmm. Swaying and sleeping. Swaying and sleeping. Uncle Sam, I know you don't believe in Brock Purdy, but hearing... No, I don't. I've heard his teammates talk about him over the last month. Like, I heard an interview with uh, with Kittle. The way his teammates talk about him, they love him, and they think they could do a lot of damage with Birdie and think, or Purdy and think he can make a lot of big-time throws. So I understand got, why you think so that. They got so much invested in, in fucking... Uh, my God, I'm drawing a blank here. McCaffrey and, and no. Debo and no, the other quarterback, uh, Trey Lance. Trey, Trey Lance. Lance. They got so much invested in this. Yeah, it's guy. a good contingency plan, Trey and, Lance. And I just, to me, financially, it doesn't make any sense for them to fucking just. Well, it's a rookie deal though, so That's they're true. both on rookie deals, Correct. and and you're just if in the hypothetical where Trey Lance plays and he's because he was like, drafted so high, you have someone you could trade at right. that point. So I I'm curious how I I understand what you're saying about Purdy, but you cannot deny the throw the throws he made and how far he took them, and that's with being Mister Irrelevant in the draft. Um, I think that I, I think any anybody with a pulse could have done what he done maybe. on on that fucking team. To be honest with you, maybe you know we'll find out. I I, I think you could have put Geno Smith back there and he'd have done the same Can thing. You stop what? We put Geno Smith what? back there. So, so to Geno your point, Smith. Geno Smith did that. I mean, to, to your point, it's it's you, you kind of get what I'm saying, right? Once once might be, a, or I'm sorry, once is yeah, it's cool, but twice is a trend. So can Purdy do it twice in a row? How is he going to be affected right. by the shoulder, whatever? But we'll see. I mean, time, we're we're close here, so we'll see how right. good Purdy is, and that's the make or break for them. And in, in, in this, to have those kind of weapons, I, I mean, it's real simple. You're just steering the boat. Yeah, that's all he's doing. Fair. Not doing anything special. He's steering the boat. Fair. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, That's all it takes. I forgot on the clear yeah. list. Another big one that people were adamant wasn't going to make it was Javante Williams, who's been practicing. Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. saw that. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of your favorites. Actual favorites. I, listen, Javante Williams has has the fucking potential to be very good. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. He had a, he had a really horrific injury that, I... that really set him back. Am I right in saying Denver could either be um, 
the worst team in the league or a Super Bowl contender. A Super Bowl contender at this point. You're 100% right. And you know what? I told myself I wasn't going to let myself buy in like I did last year. Right. We all remember. we all bought in last I was year. All you weren't in. the only one. Everybody and, did. And I, I'm not letting myself buy in yet. But, yeah. God, I mean. You got to see it to believe it. You got to see it. If I see it the first few weeks. I'm going to be all in on the, Denver. The only difference is someone brought this to me up. Someone brought this up to me and says, oh, they got Sean Payton now. I don't <laughs> I don't care. Neither do I. I don't care. Um, I think they needed Sean, somebody like him. It's, it's there. a start. Hey, listen, that was a shit show last year. I've never seen such a badly coached Denver Bronco team <laughs> in the past 35 years. Yep. Never. Well, never Josh, seen a team on. that when bad. Josh McDaniels oh, wait a minute. I was going to just say that outside of McDaniels, I don't remember seeing that bad of a coach Denver Bronco team. Mm-hmm. Period. Um, that's fair. I, I I won't argue that. I agree, and that's why he got fired after year one. But obviously, we know that their season comes down to who who's the make or break player for them. It's Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, and and how how, how right is now. he going to get along with, with Sean Payton? With Payton. I think they'll get along very there's, well. There's two egos. In my yeah. opinion, in that room there, um, they're, they're doing the same thing they were doing to Russ at the end of the year last year, which is they were hyping him up. He Apparently, when they went to London, he was high-stepping on the plane in the middle of the night and running through the aisles. And they're saying he's in the best shape of his life. Being in the best shape of your life doesn't mean you're not going to throw interceptions and you're not going to get your ass kicked. And their season comes down to him. I'm really curious. They could be really good. I don't love their pass-catching group. But also, if they're able to run the football, that will help that group mm-hmm. big time. They were unable to run the football toward the end of last year. And they were that. not effective at Devontae all. Devontae Williams is back, so yep. it could be big. Or he could be one hit away from another injury. They did pick somebody else up, too, though. I forgot who it was. They picked up another back, too. Um, so they'll have a nice rotation there. They should. So, obviously, we know Saquon Barkley has signed, uh, which I think he was, like, at the moment – one of the big holdout guys. Uh, the, so bi- the biggest. The biggest. The biggest holdout. Um, the Not Nick Bosa one was real surprising to me. It the seems fact like that that's he's imminent, gonna, though. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a – it doesn't seem like it's a real holdout. It just seems like a A. Yeah. You know, a, a, he's going to make a shot. Why are you giving me the stank I think right there's – I didn't say a fucking word. I'm just yeah, kidding. Yeah, I'll let you go through the list. Go ahead. I'll let you go through the list. I think there's a couple of guys on this list that are the the weak holdouts that know their contract is coming. They're just not showing up until they until the deal gets done. Nick Bosa is right. without question that guy. Yeah. Uh, Josh Jacobs, I don't think plays this year. Yeah. I he, don't think Josh Jacobs. He left. That that when the day the everyone reported, he left. Got on Las a jet Vegas. and left. So he's not. You know, I'm sure he's staying in shape, but I I think that that says a lot. He, I don't think he's playing this. Like, year. nope. I don't think he's playing this year, and I think he knows. Are you trying to tell me it won't be for the Raiders? I don't think he's going to I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays. I think he's pulling a Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Uh, Zach Martin, Dallas Cowboys offensive lineman, I think he will be on the team. That's a big one, though, because I don't think they were planning for for him because they still have to sign CeeDee Lamb. They still have to sign a few guys, and I don't think they were planning for this one, and now it's in their face, right? and they have to deal with it ASAP. So. I, I lean towards what you say and that he's going to play, but it definitely looks tricky. It looks tricky in my opinion. This this is a trickier case, if that makes sense. Uh, more so than Nick Bosa. Yeah. I mean, there's no chance, right, 
that the 49ers start the season and Nick Bose is not playing. I agree. No chance. Uh, Chris Jones in Kansas City. That I, one. I also think he starts. I think he. I think he He'll shows up there. eventually. He'll be there. They're they're not gonna fuck around. They'll sign him. They, but, I mean, we're talking. He wants Aaron Donald money. He deserves it. He, I mean, it's it's him, Aaron Donald. He fucking deserves it. Yeah, I th- I think he should get that four year. It's him, Aaron minutes. Donald, and everybody else. The the market is is just a, it's gonna be in between uh, Quinn and Williams and then Aaron Donald. I think Correct. he's gonna fall right in between. And I think he's gonna. I he's think eventually it. he gets it, and he's earned he has it. Two yeah, two fucking he's, Super Bowls. He's, he's earned it. He's a top three D tackle. Can Kansas City pull that off? I mean, I'm sure they could find. I a think way, so. But they don't have I, any fucking receivers there to pay. I think they he, they might, but I know Kelsey's kind of an issue. Like Kelsey wants certain things as well. He started to make a little bit of demands, but those are, that's your big three is Kelsey and and Mahomes. And Jones, like your your offense and your defense revolve around those three guys. So. Okay. Also, at the same time, well, I mean, does Kansas? Obviously, Chris Jones, their best defensive player, one of the best players on the team. But in Kansas City fashion, I mean, this is the same team that got rid of Tyreek Hill. Do they really need him? Yes. You can make DTs work. But that's a big one. That's a big hole, and that kind of changes the complexion of the defense. That defense revolves around him. Period. Without him on that defense, that defense is not the same. Period. Yeah, because he he's disruptive on every right. play. He's like an every down D tackle. So I don't know. I think that one's tricky. I think it ends up happening, or he'll get compensated down the road. They'll overcompensate him to make it work. But I do think he ends up reporting. Like you usually say, these things get themselves done. Yeah, so that that one. Not will. worried about it till the fucking season and starts. I, I think the next one will get done. Witherspoon, Devin Witherspoon. Devin Witherspoon. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't signed his deal. Yeah, what, what the fuck is this he happens on? with rookies from time to time over guaranteed yeah. money. I know there's a thing with offset language is a big. Yeah, thing but I don't like them missing there. camp. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's, that's bullshit. That's a tricky one. That's a tricky yeah. one. Makes me Last happy. Last guy I remember missing camp, signing their deal was uh, who's that cat that was here? Sue or Fairly? No. Who was it that didn't sign their deal that came in late to training camp? Jesus Christ. Fuck. We got to get you on some sort Kuda. of vitamin. Kuda? Jeff Kuda. I was going to say Jeff Kuda. Oh, yeah. Jeff Kuda. He, Kuda. He, he come Jeff in late. Jeff Kuda. He came in late. He missed a little bit of training camp. We, huh? don't, we don't need to know his name, to be honest okay. with you. Jeff Kuda. Uh, <laughs> God damn. Jeff Okuda. That was a big one. Um, <laughs> extensions. Uh one that really surprised me, and the biggest one of the day, I think, was Cole Komet. I mean, my dude got paid for. I think he's good. I, I just, know just he's good, but I just you didn't. I just didn't expect that one. I didn't see that one coming. It, the, the Bears think like I do. They're, they that's a guy that actually deserved to be rewarded there and never yeah. gets talked about. I agree with that. Um, I, I was a big fan of him last year. I think I had him. He's a fantasy guy. Uh, it's a four-year, fifty million dollar deal with thirty-two point eight guaranteed. And twenty million in new first year cash, so he indeed got paid. He's going to the mall. Oh, you actually traded him to me. Did I give him to you at some point? Yep. I had no use. You're the for only him. one I traded with, so. Ah. Uh, well, besides the screw up. And then uh, we were talking about Saquon Barkley. We were talking about the Giants. Uh, the Giants signed left tackle Andrew Thomas, five years, hundred seventeen and a half million. Yeah, uh, they locked paid. down Daniel Jones, and now they got their they got their tackle to go with them. So that's a yeah. pair that you could look for. 
for a long time. That includes an offensive lineman record of $67 million fully guaranteed, tying him to the Giants through the 2029 season. Uh, if you're going to keep Saquon, you got to keep him. Yep. I mean, that's that hand-in-hand stuff there. Andrew Thomas is going to set the market for Sewell, too. Sewell will com- probably come right. more than that. You think so? I do. Oh, yeah. I do, yeah. Uh, okay, the Trayvon Diggs one. Uh, kind of surprised by that. Five years, $97 million to stay with the Cowboys. Um, I just didn't, didn't really see an extension coming for him right now with all the other money. That the Cowboys had to hand out. I think he was well, on the year that before list. last. He had a great year. He led the league in interceptions. I last still want to see him play as brother down. too. By the way, yeah, still, yeah that'd be I, we haven't seen that it. yet. That'd be a hell yeah. of a battle. Uh, so max value of one hundred and four million with incentives over five years. So good uh, for him. I believe that might that may be make uh, top five highest paid corners in the NFL. I, I think he deserves it. I think I think he should be in there. I I mean, you, it's hard to disagree with that. And then Justin Herbert. Um, see, I think this is going to lead right into this next wave. This was like the first chip to fall here. Five years, two hundred sixty-two and a half million. Uh, How it, much is guaranteed? So, guaranteed money was uh, two hundred eighteen point seven million. So. A pretty good chunk of it is fully guaranteed. You know what that means? Joe Burrow is going to come in very, very high, and that one's coming any day now. We're going to so, talk about that one. Yeah, we had Hurts at 255, Jackson at 260, Herbert at 262. So My Burrow... guess is Joe Burrow is going to come in five years, $300 million. That's my guess. Deserves it. Totally deserves it. And I think in guaranteed money, he's probably going to be in like the, you know, two fifty ish, more than what Justin Herbert got. I Herbert think. got two eighteen, and Mahomes is the most with two fifty, or, yeah. or is it Deshaun Watson? I he'll he'll probably come in at two fifty, two sixty, two sixty guaranteed out of the three hundred, and all those instead forty million in incentives that we're not talking about right now, he'll hit them. I think they're right there, and I, he's the reason that they're right there. That's you the think there's him and you think there's else. any chance that he gives the Bengals a discount? I do, yeah, because other guys took discounts so he could get signed, too. So, I mean, are we talking, like, is there any possibility he signs for less money than Lamar Jackson? If it's less money than Lamar Jackson, it's not going to be much less. So, like, a Jalen Hurts number 255. In in my opinion, like, if you take – if you strip everyone down of their the, – what coaching staff they play for, the receivers they throw to, what offensive line they play behind – if you strip every one of these quarterbacks, the 32 starting quarterbacks down, I think Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in the league. He's the guy you build a team around. He's the guy that took a team, a dumpster fire franchise dumpster to, fire. To, to the Super Bowl in year two. I think he's the only competitor, and these guys are all good. I think the only person that in our lifetime that has one-upped him as a competitor is Tom Brady. Um, and I think that he's a guy that you, you unload the bank sh- the bank's truck for that's just my opinion i agree I, I no i mean you know how i feel about joe burrow i think he's the yeah. best. i with, think he's the best guy in the league right now with the context which is who do you throw to and who's your head coach on it it's it's mahomes um but without if you take the context out it's it's joe burrow who's won everywhere he's gone 
and uh, he's done it for a reason. So I think he ends up making playoffs. it. He has, but not far. I mean, was Uncle Sam, you're, 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 there's something on the tip of your tongue right now. I, he deserves. The I want to put something on the tip. Of I, Bruce's I still tongue. think he's he's the best quarterback in the league. You think he's I, I know, than I know that seems yeah. stupid. It's, Pat, it's not. Patty it's Mahomes not. and how cute he is. It's not. But I think still think Burrow is the better quarterback. And he's three and one against Mahomes too. Keep that in mind. That's I mean, they lost a big right one. They, they each got one big one. Yeah. And obviously Mahomes. And, and actually, goals. I think he got robbed in that Buffalo game. And uh, that is true. The Demar game, he got robbed out of that. And uh, I, I just didn't appreciate any of that because I think they would have had home field throughout the playoffs. Yeah, they might have. Yeah, could have changed things. Yeah, but that they almost beat the him. Of I watched the quarterback finale literally last. Am night. I wrong there or no? They, they almost Sam. beat him. Do you think if if uh, if Cincinnati was home, if Cincinnati the Chiefs, won that Buffalo game and had had home field, do you think they would have beat the Chiefs? Probably not. But I don't agree with that because well. You have to remember, the NFL runs <clears throat> in cycles, right? Right now, you're okay. in the Chiefs cycle. I, again, I know Zolo disagrees. This year, I think Bengals win the division, win the AFC, and win the Super Bowl. But I think it's Joe Burrow's year this year. I do. I really do. Besides that, I mean, what were you going to say about quarterbacks? Um, I just think he's. The, I think Joe Burrow is the best. Like, if I'm building a team around any guy in the league, it's Joe Burrow. Yeah, I'm not I mean, doing it around Mahomes. Remember, Mahomes took a year of, of sitting behind Alex Smith. He was in a really great situation. How to be a quarterback. There's a reason he didn't go number one overall. Now, I'm not taking anything away from his skill, and especially Absolutely he's not. so damn smart, Mahomes. Yeah. But Joe Burrow is just the ultimate competitor and a winner. And um, I still watch that video they did on senior day at LSU where he came out and they, they had that that super high-speed camera behind him that blurred out the background, and it was spelled Burrow, like, in, in Cajun. B-E-A-U-R-U-X. Yeah, and shit. he's running yeah. out on senior day, and that LSU team was so damn special. It was the best college football team ever, in my opinion, was that LSU team from three or four years ago. And um, I just think if I'm starting a franchise, which the Bengal, the Bengals were doing that. They were yeah. they hit reset. They were starting from zero. They were starting a franchise, and he got injured that year, but he yeah. comes back, and he goes Paul, to a Super Palmer Bowl. left. Mm-hmm. And they had to move on, and they wound up moving on to Joe Burrow. I disagree with one thing, especially after watching quarterback. The Chiefs were going to win that AFC championship game last year no matter what. No matter what. No matter what, because he had lost three times, and Mahomes is aware of what people think of Burrow over him. And there was just so much shit talk. They were calling Arrowhead Burrowhead, and there's just so much shit talk. The mayor of Cincinnati got involved. And the disrespect. So I don't think Mahomes was losing that game no matter what. And he did it on a bum ankle. And he made plays on a bum ankle. Oh, the ankle game. thing was a fucking act. No, no, no. It was really it was, was an it, act. it was bad. It, really it was it was bad. And it, it was, was bad in the Super Bowl too. Made for TV. But Burrow's done the same thing. He's played on bum limbs before as well. They so. all play on bum limbs at that time of the year. It's true. It's true. Everybody's playing hurt. I'm with you. Even Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. Should we get through some of these signings before? Yeah, signings. Um here we go. Jimmy Graham. That's interesting. <laughs> He's back in He's New Orleans. back in New Orleans. I seen a picture of him. I, I I didn't know it was him. I didn't even know. I mean. I forgot what he looks like. Yeah, I mean, 
just he's big, tall, light skinned. That'll be that'll be fun for Saints fans this year, but doesn't yeah. doesn't really move the needle. Is he cute. retiring there, or is that what he's Maybe. trying to do? No, I mean, he's it's a one year deal, so he can retire. He's been productive, like he was semi productive yeah. in Green Bay, and I'm sure he does things that we don't know about. But I'm all good on that. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, him and Derek Carr would be cute. Yeah, uh, I thought Marcus this was Peters. a bit, That's a big signing for the Raiders. Yeah, I think their secondary was dog shit. On this year. list, that's the biggest signing. For yeah. I agree. With it's not just the biggest signing for the Raiders. I think that's a big signing for the league because we used to see uh, corner carousels all the time. Like Aqib Talib would show up right. in different places, right. be effective. Revis would show up in different places, be effective. And I think Marcus Peters is going to be effective no matter where. Actually, there was one more signing on here that was interesting to me, and that was Melvin Gordon going to the Baltimore Ravens. That's uh, interesting to me. If he's can... loading up. If the, he I'm can telling you, do not come sleep in there on the Ravens. And, and don't sleep on them because they're slowly but surely putting together a deep roster. Mel, Melvin Gordon's not making the team. I'm sorry? I don't think Melvin Gordon will make the team. Oh, I do. Who do you think their three I are going to be? Here, let me look real quick. Uh, Outside I, of Dobbins, who I think is going to have an absolutely monster year. You know what? We said that about him last year. Dobbins? Yeah. He got injured. And I think he was only, coming off of injury. Oh, Rashad Bateman's off of. He started the year for the team too. I don't know how long that lasts, yeah. but they're they're still. I'm telling you, the Gus Edwards and Justice Hill are still there, baby. Oh God, those are the three. I I don't know. I'm taking. Melvin hey, if he Gordon. can't beat those Melvin. two out, if he can't beat those two guys out, he's out he's of the league. Melvin Gordon's not making. He that. should be out of the league. Um, Cole Beasley. Oh God. That's I think. Sign with the Giants. I think that's in lieu of the Sterling Shepard, so Wanda right. Robinson thing. Yeah, just um, throw a body on. The they they need somebody that can that can catch fucking ten balls for thirty yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, James Robinson, we already talked about. I think that I do think that's a good compliment to uh, to Barkley. Take one to yeah. Barkley. Uh, they had Matt Breida on the team too. Oh, if God. that interests you, Matt Breida. <laughs> wow. Uh, and Dwayne Smoot. Jacksonville. Just a depth signing, but okay. has been effective. Yeah, absolutely. Um, He's a rotation guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing. I like his name. We're still, the list of free agents that have not signed, I don't know if you could pull it up by any chance, but the list of free agents. I just saw it. If you give me, if you guys entertain everyone for about one minute here, I will have it back I could spitball but. some of them. Like, I know Carson Wentz is on there. Obviously, Bridgewater, um, uh, Julio Jones should be on there. Um, Julio Jones. Was that was the second biggest one on the list that I saw here a second ago? Shit, give me a second to scroll. I will find it. But yeah, I mean, realistically, where, where does Julio Jones end up? In, sign? Hasn't signed. He's hasn't on the list. signed. Oh, I thought he signed with somebody. No. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Dalvin Cook, obviously. Julio, Melvin Ingram. Dalvin Cook's just trying to to dodge training camp. No, there's. There, I think there's reasons, but I also think he's close to signing. We we have him later yeah. on in the docket, and we'll get to him. Uh, Julio Jones, Melvin Ingram. I think that one's over. That, that's it's almost as bad as the other Melvin Gordon. Um, okay. Carson Wentz. You. What are you gonna say about Carson Jarvis Wentz? Landry? I, I. That surprised. As bad me, as I want it to productive. work. He's still productive, so he that's surprising. Good he was good. I'm shocked that the Saints didn't re-sign him. As bad as I want it to work, it's it's not it's done. Well, here's it here's the yeah. thing, dude. You had him there, and he uh, Chris Olave outplayed him. So, I mean, what do you do at this point? With this him? is this is off topic as as hell, but I just want to say this because you mentioned the Saints. I saw a thing. Um, 
I forgot to mention on here, but um, Demar Hamlin, it was there for the start of camp and pads. And um, I saw a funny meme that said Demar Hamlin died and came back before Michael Thomas ever played a snap. I thought that was pretty funny. Wow, that's that's incredible. That is funny. No, that's yeah, hilarious. that's perfect. Um, I'm going to see if there's any more notable names. Oh, Yannick Ngakwe should. Ngakwe, Zeke. Yeah, I'll bet Zeke ends up in Dallas. Uh, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Maybe the Lions should bring him in for a year, yeah. Zeke's going to show up with one of these teams that needs a depth running back signing, and it's going to happen towards the end of camp. Like, I think he could end up in Buffalo. I think he could end up oh, in Dallas. Wow. Um, wow, there are some great names on this list. Eric Ebron, Eli Apple, Kenny Galladay. Sounds like a lot of... Holy shit. A lot of Lions <laughs> there. Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt is not signed with them. No. Interesting. Uh, Quan Alexander. Really? Mm-hmm. Tampa didn't re-up him? No. So who's the next one of these guys to sign on this list? We'll <clears throat> the next one to sign, I think, is Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I, I think he's. I think <laughs> that one's imminent. Um, Fournette will wind up somewhere. I'll bet Carson Fournette and then Carson Wentz ends up as a backup somewhere. Fournette, I think, I think the Fournette to New England thing will carry some weight. Uh, I think Carson Wentz, yeah, he'll end up somewhere. Um, Maybe Arizona. Logan Ryan was pretty serviceable last year. I'm kind of surprised he's still floating around out there. The Lions at some point will probably bring Kyle Van Noy back. They got no, too much I, depth. I, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Van Noy had his run here, and if if he's not in New England, he ain't going to be. Miles Jack. That's your boy. Miles Jack. Miles Jack. Interesting. Uh, Did you take him over fucking high school Anzalone? Yes. I think the Lions love Anzalone and think he's he's only getting better, and he was in a bad situation in New Orleans, and they like what he's done. And I'll give them credit on this. If the defense is improved behind him and in front of him, it should only unlock whatever is that linebacker. And he did get better as the year went on last year. Don't love him. I'm not vouching for him. I got to see it to believe it. But I think the Lions, if you ask them, they're going to take Anzalone over Miles Jack. That's just my opinion. Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney's still I, out I there. am not an Anzalone guy. I've watched him play. His instincts suck. He fucking runs through him. the wrong hole constantly. Runs through the wrong gaps constantly. Uh, a lot I, of guys I am to not go right with him. Didn't Campbell guy. say that they're, they're ready to run with just about any of their linebackers? Yeah, that's what they want. Next man up. Hey, Jadavian Clowney. I just don't think it'll be him. When someone's opposite Jadavian Clowney, he he tends to be more effective. But I he might. Be yeah, without listen, Jadavian Clowney was never an edge rusher. He was never a a guy who would get on that edge and just fucking <laughs> and rush. scare te- scare teams. There are so he many. is not a hey he's not a fucking he, he's a seven and a half sack guy. There are so many that, guys. That's, under- that's what you're paying for. You're he's, paying for a guy he's with single-digit numbers every year. He's edge that's rusher. All depth. he's gonna be. Hey, Robert Quinn. There's a Robert bunch Quinn of guys. Is a that better pass rusher. names at these points. Trey yeah. Flowers. Point, yeah. They're just Trey Flowers yeah. is fucking Jadavian Clowney. Yeah. He's seven and a half sacks, and that's all he's gonna get. So we're all good. I I think it's probably Wentz or Cook or Fournette. It's yeah. I mean, guys who still have something to give. Most of this list of guys that are still out here. 
are guys are gonna stay on this fucking list. Yeah. Uh and Kill Harry is out there though, which, yeah, okay. which I'm sure All set. that'll be your like fourth. No, that picture. was yours. You were the Ankeel Harry guy uh, when the fucking Patriots signed him. Wait a second. Back when Tom Brady was there. <laughs> Who had him on their fantasy team last year? Wasn't me. I think so. No, I did not have him. Which one did you have? The guy who went to Oakland? Huh? Who just took a giant pay cut so they could who? pay Marcus Peters? Who? Who's that other? Who's that receiver that went from New England over there? Um, Irrelevant. Um, Which I, that's the, you, Jacoby Myers. You took Jacoby Myers. That's you. Well, whatever. Anyway, you know who I am. I'm a Kendrick Bourne guy. Moving on. Speaking of the New England Patriots, we might as well talk about uh, Bill Belichick. Oh God. And the possibility of him being on the hot seat. Uh, I doubt it. Why do you say that? Uh, because he's fucking won more games than anybody in the fucking league in the past 20 years. So what, maybe as do, time has come? Do yeah. I need to be devil's advocate? Because I can go do both it. ways. On go this ahead. Side. Do it. Uh, I'll, I'll go both ways, but not in real life. I don't go real both ways in real life. Um, on, the, on the Robert Kraft side, I could see you've been doing all this winning and all of that, but eventually you get punished for it, and their their big piece was gone, and I just don't think they've done well enough in the draft, which they used to be able to just retool on the fly with free agent signings and, and trades, and if you buy in, you're going to be good. I don't believe in Mac Jones. I think they're going to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. I've, I've been on the record saying that. Um, so Maybe I Carson Wentz winds up there. Maybe. that's. Maybe. A, I mean, I just don't think he's good. Um, I understand if I'm if I'm Robert Kraft thinking, well, it's been a while since we've done the damage that we should be doing, and this is taking too long. So I understand. <clears throat> and it sounds like I don't know if you saw the reports, but it's in Patriot circles. They're telling people like they might force him out and make it look clean, but they don't like the direction that the team's heading in, and they also don't like how they haven't been doing as much winning. It's a hard time to win in that division. And yeah. then the counter to that is like, how could you fire a guy that's the arguably the best coach ever? Um, that's why I would let him stay unless he's truly inhibiting the team. Like Mark D'Antonio was in, in Michigan state at the end of his career, who should have coached there till he wanted to retire. Um, and he was forced out unless he's really messing the team up. I'm not forcing Belichick out, but I can understand both ways. Um, it's just, it's just funny hearing that after all these years, that's all. It's just crazy hearing that. I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine a world where Robert Kraft fires, Bill Belichick. Something's got to happen for him to be fired. Yeah. And I, I don't mean, mean like an inappropriate incident. Like, I mean, like, they really need to make some bad noise. Correct. And I just don't see it. They happening. need to go like two and 14. I and think like, in their I mean, worst year, they're going to, they're going to win five or six games and they're good enough to, to rebound that. They're good enough to counter that uh, the next year if they wanted to, because he's just that good of a coach. So I don't buy into the rumors, but I could see it. I can understand it. If yeah. Bob Kraft is telling people that, I can understand it. Um, so I, this is the last time we'll bounce back to this, but Saquon Barkley, I didn't really see the signing coming when it did. I guess it kind of, it kind of just, it it was kind of shocking to, to hear that news. It was shocking. Um, especially with all of the noise we've been hearing out of pretty seemingly every single high profile running back in the league that something had to come to a change. This wasn't working anymore. Um, supposedly there was this, the, the zoom call tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. I don't know the list of guys that were on it, but it was every notable running back signed or unsigned. So Nick Chubb, I know is a big leader in it. Henry and was there. Henry McCaffrey, Eckler. um, Eckler, 
uh saquon was in there all all of the bit uh josh jacobs and um and jonathan taylor they were they were all in the conversation and from what i understand the conclusion of the zoom call is like we don't know what to do and we're fucked and maybe that's why saquon ended up signing because this signing because this was two days after that zoom call right i think they just know and a lot of uh, a lot of big nfl insiders are also forecasting that this same problem is going to come up with wide receivers in the near future too they're not going to pay those guys because they're also a dime a dozen again i think the solution is it's not going to happen until the next cba which i don't know when this one is up but they're going to bargain for it and there's going to be a pay scale for running backs. I think they're going to get paid more as rookies, and they're going to get paid more up front. They're going to have more of guaranteed contracts. And I think it's they're going to all – and receivers too. I think they're all going to end up getting paid more money up front to ensure well, – got to do something happen. because what's going to happen is none of these kids are going to want to play running back anymore. Yeah, and we talked about that. None of the elite, that. talented guys are going to want to do that. But, but there's still – there's always going to be running backs. It's just going to be more of a free-flowing position. But there's just there's always going to be running backs. We, we can't deny that. It's just going to lead to a decline maybe in the skill of the position – and it's just gonna it's just gonna go like this. It's gonna be really, really free flowing. Um, but I think this this gets solved in the next CBA. But yeah, I think the era of high paid running backs and high paid wide receivers, for that matter, are, is, it, I think it's over. They're it, they're still gonna get a lot of money. They're still gonna be some of the highest paid guys on the team. They're just not gonna get the massive contracts like they used to get. Um, Bryce Young, the first overall pick in last year's draft, is now officially. Quarterback one in Carolina, according to his head coach. Uh, okay. Not a big surprise here, I don't think, right? No. Teeny, teeny bit for me. I knew he'd be starting eventually, and this was one of my bold – not a bold prediction, but one of my predictions is he was going to come on slow, but I'm obviously wrong. I knew he was going to play. Didn't think it would be this quick. I just want to say this. I saw him make a throw. I think it was from today's camp. Um, he split to a safety and a corner. He split them to get a perfectly thrown ball to DJ Chark. And uh, it looked like a pro pass. It looked like something I could see him ripping during a game. So I think he's going to be pretty good. I don't know if I'm taking over Anthony Richardson yet just because of what they might have planned. But Frank Reich finally has a quarterback for the first time as a head coach. And I think that's a huge deal. I think that the Panthers are going to be a a force to be reckoned with. And I'm, I'm, I've been wavering all the time in that division. I know it's one of the most open divisions, but gun to my head. I think I predicted the Panthers were going to win it. And I still think they're going to win it now. I'm pretty sure of that at this point. Bryce Young is what we think he is. Um, talking about another first round pick Vikings rookie wide receiver, Jordan Addison was, uh, cited by Minnesota state police for doing 140 miles per hour in a 55 mile per hour zone in his Lamborghini truck last week. Uh, it was, he has come out now and said that the reckless driving was due to a medical emergency with his dog. You're shaking your head over here though. Go, let's hear it. You were shaking your head. I saw it. No, he's just a medical emergency with his dog. Yeah. At and he's doing 140 miles an hour now. It was three 30 in the morning. Okay. There was nobody on the road. And what was wrong with his dog? Um, it was a medical emergency. Regarding his dog. Okay. I have two notes on this. <clears throat> I've had a medical emergency with a pet before on the day before Easter on a Saturday, and I had to scramble all over town and end up having to drive far to get this pet taken care of. It was all fine. So I can understand that element of it. I didn't need to go 140. I was going exactly, to and it still got exactly. solved. And whether it's true or not, hope the pet's okay <clears throat> and everything, but 
as always, I'm going to make this about Jameson Williams and how this guy could go 140 and face no punishments and no suspension regardless of the context, and Jameson Williams has a six-game suspension for gambling in a hotel room. Still doesn't make sense to me. It never will. That suspension will never add up, and I'm sorry. That's bullshit. Um, I hope everything's okay with uh, with Jordan Addison, but come on. Let's come on. 140. Give me a fucking break, dude. You can give solve me a that problem break. at 80 miles. I, I don't. I don't give a fuck. Not 140 miles an hour. That's sorry. still slower than Henry Ruggs sorry. was going. I'm sorry. Still slower than Henry Ruggs was going. Jesus. Anyway, yeah. it's fucking stupid. I fucking mean, yeah, stupid. Yeah. I don't care what kind of emergency, dude. That that's just stupid. this whole thing. If you're gonna do it, don't just sit do there it and blame it. it on, well, don't blame do it, it on your fucking it. dog. Oh, my dog's like, hey, yeah. sick. Guess Hello. I'm doing 200. My dog's sick. I got sick. on the expressway, and I took it up to 200 miles an hour. Yeah. My cat's fucking pussy hurts. <laughs> Give me a break, dude. Give me a fucking break. My cat's well, what are we hurts. doing here? That was what bad. are we doing here? That was a nice job. What are we doing? How is Gadito, by the way? He's great. Okay. He's Gadito. <laughs> How much Mexican influence is there in your life? Is His cat's my life? name is, is Gadito. Gadito. It's Kitty. I thought it was. You That's refer to it as he is Gadito. Gadito is, is officially officially that is his name is Gadito. I have it on his X-rays here. Hold on, I have a picture of it. And um, uh, <laughs> as much as I'd like to get a Gadito update, uh, yes. I've been told that it looks like uh, it looks like hell outside. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna try. I and- I have a thing that we have no power at my house. So oh, so you want to stay here as long as possible at this point now? Well, yeah, at this point, I was gonna say, hey, you should at, probably at this go. point I should get the hell out of here. Is well, that what that's you're what I'm me? saying? And we only have a couple more things to hit here. So well, I'm not leaving until we're done. What a fucking fucking troop. dedicated Trooper. anyway warrior. Dalvin Cook, <laughs> fucking warrior. Dalvin Cook, <laughs> not rushing his decision. Uh, and I mean, it's 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 not. I don't know why. Just sign, man. Um, it seems it's like it just seems like it's gonna get worse for him now. It's it seems like something's up at this point. And and apparently there is. I think there was a he abused an ex girlfriend and now they're talking about payments to the ex girlfriend and he's offered a million dollars for something like that. He's offered a million dollars for it to go away. Is yeah, that he what he's trying to do? I think there's some sort of domestic. I don't know if this is why he hasn't signed. I think he's still gonna sign, but I think they're talking about a suspension for him because the league is aware of it. Um, it seems like it's going to be somewhere in the AFC East, whether it's Miami still, who has made an offer, the Patriots, who have made an offer, and I think the, the Jets. Jets. And then I read somewhere that he still hasn't ruled out the Bills to go pay for his brother. So I think it's just that, that division that's had an arms race all summer mm-hmm. is going gonna, it's, it's gonna to be somewhere in that division. I'll bet it happens pretty soon in the next two or three weeks. But it also seems like there's going to be – uh, ramifications for f- what he's apparently done, if I've read correctly. Yeah. So, so what do you what do you think? Games. Is he guilty? Is he guilty or not? I think he's gonna. He'll probably miss a couple games. Yeah. From what I've heard, he'll miss a couple games. Yeah. Usually, when it comes to domestic violence, uh, the NFL actually has cracked down on that since the Ray Rice issue. So that's why I'm asking. Do you do you think something will happen to him? Me, yeah, or, I, I do. Because when they talk about it, it happens, and I think they are talking about it. Okay, but nothing matters until he signs with the team. So I think he signs with the team in the next couple weeks, and I think it's going to be the AFC East team that offers the most money. Which we know the Jets probably can't do that. We know the Bills can't probably do that. So maybe the Patriots, maybe the Dolphins, which he thinks lowballed them. It's going to be one of those two teams, I think. 
and then he gets the suspension. That's how I think it goes: three or four game suspension, and then still we'll less see. than JMO. Still um, less than JMO. In all still so- less than JMO. <laughs> My God! All roads lead to JMO. All roads lead to JMO. <laughs> um, and congratulations to Washington Commanders fans. Uh, Dan Snyder has officially sold the team to Josh Harris. Uh, season ticket season ticket sales already shot up. Magic Johnson, who I believe is a minority owner, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that they're going to change the name after this year. <laughs> oh, so why? We don't know yet. They should have never changed it from football team. I like that was such a good name, and and it was perfect for that franchise. And it's just another thing that Dan Snyder botched. The Commanders is a bad name. Awful. Uh, And he. You think he did it on purpose because he knew he wasn't going to be there? Maybe. We had to pay a sixty million dollar fine on the way out too. So for but that's for sexually assaulting. Yeah. Yeah. They pay sixty million. Sixty million. Pay, yeah. yeah, for for assaulting a female employee for or, or sexual harassment of a female yeah. employee or something. I don't want to get taken out of context. I I know okay. it was something to do with the female employee and how she was treated, and I think it was by him, but he had to pay on the way. Just a dumpster fire. Just an absolute dumpster fire. Fans were celebrating everywhere. I think there were two, there were two parties. There were two parties that were had for season ticket holders the day the team changed hands, and Josh Harris bought beers for everyone's at, everyone at both parties, and he's been clicking all the right buttons, and he's one of the best owners in sports. What he's done with the 76ers is great. What he's done with the New Jersey Devils has been great, and I think that he's going to be the one. to. He's one of those perfect owners that's not too hands-on and hires and trusts the right people and says all the right things to get his teams to where they need to be. Like not too hands-on but also hands-on enough. And I think that's a great owner for them, and I think it's going to work out really well. I think Dan Schneider got a raw deal. Interesting. That's one of the biggest dumpster fires in sports. I think he got a raw deal. Uh, We are going to, we're going to save this stuff for next week. Okay. There's uh, there's quite a bit there to break down. There is one the final word thing I I want to hear this because I have not seen it. Go ahead. I think we should open with that next week. No, go ahead. What? Go ahead. Colin Kaepernick is working out and wants to get back on a team. Oh God! Same narrative for six years, unfortunately. Uh, at what point does does this guy really think he has a shot to making an NFL team? It would be now more than ever in, in, in at, defense at of him. At what point? He hasn't played football in how long? Six or seven years. Um, yeah, guess, guess what? It's over. He's working over. out with Jalen Waddle, Derrick Henry, Chris Olave, CeeDee Lamb, Najee Harris, and Kendrick Bourne. There it is, Kendrick Bourne. It, it, it's over, Colin. Oh, it's over. We had a comment, and it said Uncle Sam bald is terrifying, and it went away. So, uh oh. <laughs> I don't know um, what, but <laughs> to to your um, this this is the counter to that argument. At what point? I think things are more open now more than they've ever been in terms of the racism rhetoric. And I also think there is a scenario where people may have forgotten. But I I just think that he was blackballed out of the league. I think that the owners don't I, want I don't to take think the there risk. was any any doubt that he was blackballed. They didn't want to take the risk. Even if the owners they, liked they, him they, and liked they his blackballed workout. him for at least two years. Yeah. They, at least two years. They couldn't risk it. They but couldn't when risk they, it. When, Here's my problem with the whole thing. When he was doing his little fucking interview for 30 of the 32 teams that were fucking that supposed to, to meet him, they showed up to that showed up for his workout, and then at the last minute, he changed locations and did a fucking commercial for Nike, it was fuck you after that. 
It was fuck you after that. He sabotaged his own career for money. For money. Amen. So at this point, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> you do not deserve to be in the league anymore. You're done. You're done. You chose money over your fucking career. You're done. You're done. Stay the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Go to the USFL. Go to fucking Canada. Go trade, try to play football there. You're fucking useless. You're useless. Wait, hold on. I have a question for Go everyone. Go ahead. For everyone. Question for everyone. Do we think there's some scenario where he could not not play as well as he did before, but he could play well if he does come back to a team? If that, no. that he actually has something to offer? I don't think he has anything to offer. Because he's been gone for too long or because of everything That's part else? of it. That's part of it. Listen, listen, Brett Favre's been gone for how long now? Eight years? Ten years? Put Brett Favre in there. Brett Favre fucking has, has more, more uh, fucking accolades than he'll ever have. Fucking this. Nate Sudfield you know? or Colin Kaepernick? What do you mean? I'll take Brett... Sudfeld over him any day of the fucking week. <laughs> Can we I'll take Colin Kaepernick. Or no, no, because he, you know, you know I'll what? It pisses me off. The guy sabotaged his own fucking career. Now, I'm not saying that the NFL's innocent because they're not. They're cocksuckers, too. All right. I, know, enough, talk about, enough talk about this Batman bad guy. Is, I'd rather take that man. Right. Let's talk about a good guy here real quick, all right? We, we know you don't like Colin Kaepernick. And, no. What I'm trying to well, say is this. The, the guy sabotaged his own fucking career right. for money. Amen. For money. Amen. He took that rather than to play ball. He could have played ball. He would have been on a fucking team. But he chose to do it a different way. He tried to fucking blackball most of the fucking owners in this league. After he sued them, what company can you go to and sue the fucking company for millions of dollars and think you're going to get your fucking job back? Put it on him. Put it on and, him. And think you're going to get your fucking job back. I, I, what company? I don't disagree. You name one company for me that would do that for you. I don't disagree. I think there's a world where I'm signing him because I am a whore. I want it on the record that I am a whore. And if I know he could help my team win games, I would sign him. But I'm I'm not discrediting anything you're saying. I'm not – I I understand where you're coming from. I understand where Kaepernick's coming from. I, I actually – I don't know about anyone else blank, being blackballed. And I also don't even think the owners got together. I This is not something I, I disagree with. I don't think the owners got together and said, like, no, none of, none of you sign him. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't be the one to do it. No, I, I don't think, think they did either. I just think they all took a step back individually, and they talked with their management. And the management probably said, I'm sure there were three or four teams that were like, I might need this guy. Can I sign well, Pete him? Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll gave him a fucking workout. Yeah. And, I, and if there's any scumbag uh, that would have hired him, it would have been Carroll. fucking Pete Carroll. I just think I just think that the teams took a step back and evaluated and said to sign him would hurt us more. Like our, would hurt. You're our talking about the PR writer. departments are telling yeah. their their fucking ownership. I, that, I, I do uh, think that it's, it's a fucking circus. I do think that. I don't think it was a conspiracy. I just think that some teams had to evaluate. Which means maybe since now things are a little more open in the NFL, we had a gay strength coach come out last week. And the the movement for Black Lives Matter has come on now more than ever, and there's protests all the time that, now. That in movement NFL. is bullshit. Yeah, oh it's, God, here we go. That's not oh the point. Oh God, what? The it's point bullshit. is the point is that Colin Kaepernick was more of a trailblazer. Whether you think it's good or bad, I'm not arguing that. A trailblazer to what? 
<laughs> wherever. You you get what I'm saying, right? He was more. That was back then. No, no. Muhammad Ali was a fucking trailblazer. Uh, yeah, and not Jesse, Colin and Kaepernick. Jesse Owens. I, I don't. Not I don't fucking disagree. Colin Kaepernick. I, I don't disagree. The point being, the point being is things have changed now more than ever. Where if he's gonna get signed, it's gonna be now. I just don't know how good he is because I haven't seen any of these workouts. I haven't seen. He's any dog of shit. Okay. <laughs> he's. Hey, I'm sure he's hey, fucking dog shit. Jan has a question. Trent yes. Dilfer or Kaepernick? Who? Trent Dilfer or Kaepernick? Who has a question? Leon. Leon. Leon who? Baker. What do you mean Leon? Fuck you, Leon. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Trent Dilfer all the way. <laughs> am I am I wrong in this? Am I wrong in this? No, but like, I does mean, everybody fucking remember? The, Listen, his last workout, <laughs> the, the, the fucking scouts that were there said he was dog shit. That's a whole. All the other, scouts said he was dog shit. That's a whole other story in itself. Is if he's actually dog shit, he needs to, he needs to throw in the towel. But exactly, that's what I'm saying. Real, it's been seven years since he's played football. Real quick, we have a comment from Rocky Oxford. Rocky Oxford, I know who you are, and I appreciate your comment. That's all I'm gonna say about how it makes Uncle Sam look. I, I, I agree with you. Bitches. Anyway, <laughs> see, this is why, because literally... What did I do wrong? You didn't what? do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. But you know how I said we were going to skip this? I didn't want to fucking skip that. I've seen it, and I want to call it well, out for what, what it is. Guess what? It it's is, bullshit. It is torrentially downpouring right now. I don't care. Mile per hour wind. I, I think, don't fucking care. I think oh, okay. most people. I think most people agree with your opinion. I think a, I think a majority of it, like over a majority. I, 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 I bet you 80%. I'm of the fucking people out there agree with me on copper on Colin Kaepernick. Black, white, Chinese, whatever, dude. I'll bet you you all think the fucking same way I do. The guy's a fucking he's a flash in a pan. He was a flash in a pan in San Francisco. He they went to a fucking Super Bowl the next year. It looked like he got off of roids and he was smoking fucking meth. He looked like he was smoking meth. He lost 30 pounds of fucking muscle in one year. Are you He's telling me, Are you telling me my He's boy Jim trash. Harbaugh couldn't beat his big brother because Colin McKaepernick was smoking meth? That's that, it. That's exactly what it damn, is. Damn, it's not because the lights went out during Beyonce. Hey, you heard it here first. Colin Kaepernick. Smokes meth. Smokes meth. <laughs> it is what it is, dude. If you think I'm wrong, go back. Look at. Nobody's trying to prove you wrong. Pictures. You've Hold been on. sitting here saying. Hold on. It's Look at the pictures of nobody him. Nobody thinks. We're not saying you're wrong. Post Super Bowl and after Super Bowl. <laughs> the next year. The next fucking year. Specifically, he lost 20 pounds. Specifically, he was supposedly look at the pupils. injured. Look at and the pupils. Lost all Zoom in on the pupils in those pictures. That's all we ask. He looked like, dude. I, 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 I'm just re being honest. I'm being honest. I'm not lying. He's dog shit. He's fucking dog shit. Dude. Is it is it dog shit or petrified dog shit? No, he's fucking just dog shit. Oh, period. You're not giving him he the title. He stepped on it. It's stuck to my shoe. Dog shit. Okay? Can't scream. Because it is what it is, dude. Let me tell you something, dude. Uh, who would you rather have? Colin Kaepernick? Or, or fucking, uh, what the fuck was his name? Josh Rosen. Give me a break, dude. I'll take Kaepernick over Rosen. I would, too. <laughs> No, okay. it, it is. Bye, it's, bye, it's, bye, it's over. Done. It's over. God damn, we're done. Anyways, before we end, can we end on a fucking high note? Sure. We started the Mount Rushmore of good guys last week. All right, 
We all agreed that Philip Rivers is on the Mount Rushmore of good guys. Philip Rivers is a tr- sexual tyrannosaurus with his ten kids. Exactly. Yes. Great guy. Great guy. Is there somebody else that we can collectively put on the Mount Rushmore of good guys today? Warren Moon. Do you know anything about Warren Moon? Warren Moon good was guy. one of the best guys to ever play. In Great Atlanta. guy. Did he go to a Super Bowl? Did, they, did the Houston Oilers? No, go to a he Super did Bowl? not. He did not. Or lost to the Bills. Yes, I know he was a trail. I mean, he wasn't the Doug he's Williams. He was a trailblazer, man. He wasn't the Doug Williams trailblazer, but and he was a pretty big trailblazer. You know trailblazer what? He doesn't get a lot of credit because he spent his first seven years in Houston. the CFL. Yeah. All right. But, I mean, are we talking? Yeah. Is he good enough of a guy to be on? Absolutely. Dude, anybody anybody that's ever played. Mother Warren Moon. Good. Hey, Warren Moon was the first guy to come out and actually talk for Tom Brady as far as Deflategate went. If you remember, Warren Moon was the one who admitted that he used to fucking let air out of his ball. Well, now, and everybody did. He was referring to a different type of ball. Now Sam's uh, now Sam's going to refer to him as, as a good guy. No, he's a fucking great good guy. guy. He's on. Great, great guy. We he's on. Who's your nomination for good guy? Oh, I got one in my head I that I can't what I'm going to say. I got nobody. Mine, I and I hate this so much. I'm I know who you're going to say. Who? Are you going to say Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Oh, oh that's actually the same perfect. Thing. Yeah. I was going to say that's the same perfect. thing. What? It's, it's Kirk, Kirk Cousins. It's Kirk Cousins. He's a good dude. Kirk Cousins is a good dude, but a little off. Yeah, but there's something about him. There's something about him. He's not used to being in the camera. So that's no, listen, I, dis- listen. I disagree. I disagree. I, disagree. I, disagree. I think that's he a whole watched the show. He, 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 he was on the Glee Club and when he was at Holland Christian. He was singing and he was actually singing. And he just seems like a really good He's a really good guy. Kirk I don't know Cousins what to say. Is, is a good guy, but there's something about him. It reminds me of Mike Pence. He's a fucking weirdo. Okay. okay? He calls his wife mother. I, I don't know what, Listen, what the fuck that means. Another I don't call my wife mother. I think if I, I do, it's there's something on the back end of that. You want Go me ahead. to do you want me to do the your good guy for you? Sure. Jalen Hurts is all around oh, classy. I agree with classy that. good guy. guy. I agree with that. Yeah. Kurt Cousins still hangs out with his offensive line. From high school, that's a good guy. I got one for you that might make you okay. Like him. Well, uh, you know, Marcus Mariota hired his boyhood friend As to be chef. his fucking chef. So would you, you say he's a good guy show. too? No, you did watch the show. I told you I watched it. You thought I was lying? Her no. Cousins drives a conversion van. Good guy. Yeah, he's a weirdo. There's something wrong with him. Um, something about Rocks, him scares Rocky the shit Rocky out of me. Did you see all the the Mike Singletary stuff? He's still close with yeah. Mike Singletary, who coached him yeah. in youth football. Who's the last one? We need one more good guy. We got Jalen Hurts, Warren Moon, Kirk Kicker Cousins. For the Chiefs, Phil Rivers is on there. Oh, Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers, a good guy. We'll debate yes, this more so we next week. Philip Rivers, Warren Moon. We'll have a good guy Taylor. snake draft. We'll come good up with more good guys. We'll have yeah. a good guy snake draft. Uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. Make sure to follow our socials: Instagram and Twitter at Tip Balls. Oh, excuse me. Instagram and x.com at tip balls tiktok at tip balls podcast if you're watching us on youtube ring the bell subscribe do all that happy horse shit so you know when we're live and if you're listening to us spotify and apple music just follow us on there russell wilson is not a good guy he's a poser leon thank you so much for listening have a <laughs> Only great leon rest of say russell week. wilson he's a fucking weirdo too what are, what are we doing here <laughs> fucking what, are, what, are, what are we doing leon weirdo. cut it bruce